0: All right, everybody, welcome to the first episode of Don't Know Ball Podcast. It's your boy, David, man. I'm here with two dudes who really don't know ball, uh, but they're going to claim that they know ball today, all right? Uh, Javi and my man, SP. Now, since this is the first podcast, this is the intro, all right, to this glorious thing that we're doing here. Uh, we're going we're gonna to ramble off a little bit of intros, introduce ourselves to the people. All right, I'm going to go ahead and start. Like I said, my name is David. I hail from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, the squad is obviously all Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Steelers, Pirates penguins if you're in the hockey and the hoop team is the all great san antonio spurs led by the god and the goat tim duncan okay i got my man javi over here yo javi say what's up to the people
1: what's up people what's up what's up uh i'm from bethlehem pennsylvania by way of austin now austin texas nice and warm down here we all freeze your asses off in the winter uh my team's 49er bang bang 49er gang New York Yankees with the greatest closer of all time, Mariano Rivera. And then my trash-ass bulls who can't get shit right. We start winning when we don't need to win. But right. you know how it is. This no is your boy, Hobby. Holler at me. And SP, talk
0: to the people. Say what's good.
2: What up, peoples? What up? Yeah, it's your boy, SP. 504 born, 206 raised, 412 living. You can do the research on your own. But um, representing... The West Coast, I got my Seattle Seahawks, you know what I'm saying? I'm representing them Huskies all day, University of Washington, not them UConn bums. The NBA is the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Baseball is the Yankees. All right, That's, that's about cool. it, you know? College is UW that's all day. Biz. First, no, we'll this go, is gonna
0: baby. be interesting. I'm, I can't wait to these Seahawks and 49ers talk. Y'all gonna be singing Kumbaya with the Yankees, but we are gonna get real real gully with the, uh, with the football talk. But speaking of football, Something happened this week that as a Steelers fan made me smile from the inside, yo, because the perfect, perfect new England Patriots had a little bit of trepidation within their front office. Um, all the way at the top, the owner, Robert Kraft, a uh, report from TMZ owners, Robert Kraft is a wanted man. I believe he already turned himself in. Right. Um, and it's probably already out cause he, he's worth a whole like country of money. Um, but they said that the 77-year-old craft will be charged with two counts of soliciting another to commit prostitution. And that's according to the Jupiter Police Department, um, excuse me, Police Chief Daniel Kerr. So this was a very <laughs> interesting storyline when it dropped. Because first of all, old people soliciting prostitutes is just hilarious in and of itself. Old rich guys who own football teams that are known worldwide soliciting prostitutes is a whole different story. So I'm gonna start with SP, bro. Tell me what you thought of when you first heard this
2: story. I thought, man, dude living the American dream. You know what I'm saying? It ain't tricking if you got it. That's my motto, you know? And I told, look, you know, I'm gonna be the conspiracy dude on some Uh things. And this one of them, man, He he on Sunday night, TNT, with the championship bezel right. chain on with Meek Mill, you know right. what I'm saying, looking like Suge Knight with the death row turtleneck on. And then uh-huh. a couple days later, man, he getting booked. You know what I'm saying? So they, they was, was out for a while, man. You can't tell me they ain't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta,
0: consp- okay, so I'll oh, say, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So what you're saying is, because he flew Meek out in the helicopter, you know what I'm saying, he rocking the champion chain and Meek has problems with the, you know what I'm saying, he's fighting the criminal justice system.
2: You think that they're trying to fuck him. Robert Kraft is a big donor to Meek Mill's social justice reform program, which is a shot at the legal system, you know what I'm saying, at cops, the probation officer. Right, right, but he's also
0: a big contributor to Donald Trump. That's Donald Trump's boy, you know what I'm saying?
2: Right. And listen, and, and Trump did, Trump did release a lifelong problem. So Trump is at the forefront of the criminal reform justice reform. You know what true. I'm So true.
0: And signing, yes, he's he's the forefront, you know, I guess. I mean, if we're gonna we are
2: going we got to get we get a man credit. Yeah. And and Trump's also you can't say he's a friend of the police because he does take a lot of shots at the at Okay, the FBI. all right, well, but okay,
0: so, let's not when I get into politics here. <laughs> All right, I'm and just look, saying, yeah. I'll get his politics here, all right? You know what I'm saying? Because we, we can get the real reasons why he ain't too right. cool with the FBI, you know what I'm saying? But this is a sports talk show. So- Right, right. So we got collusion going Kalugia. on. All
2: right, Holly, what do you
0: think? We what got collusion when you heard the story, on. man?
1: I mean, $79.99 <S laughs> at the regular price, or what's up? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, I mean, you a billionaire. You you get, he's got like the, uh, he's got the membership plan. Like, yo, what's up with he that? He was price? on the,
0: he had him on the ledger. They had him in alphabetical order. That's,
1: he's that's a regular. That's man. what he's, it sounds he's, like. He's a regular. Yo, Irregular.
0: so let me get you in a
1: Look, I got no, there's no problem with him getting, you know, get you, get you, okay. get your shit off, but come on dog you a billionaire go do that like come on man to be fair
0: fair, all right his wife did pass a couple of years back so he is is it still a widower for a man i think it still is right he he doesn't have a wife anymore so you know a 77 year old man he's kind of he's kind of lonely you know what i mean i i'm not mad at him for going out and you know soiling his uh his royal oats if you will uh but what does this mean for the New England Patriots? Do you think it throws any type of stain on the golden franchise in the NFL or what's going on? Um no. No?
1: Do no. yeah, agree? No. No. Just because no. you got you have to look at um the, 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 the he'll he'll receive a suspension, he'll mm-hmm. receive a fine of some sort. But the NFL, they're not gonna take away his franchise or anything like that. It's just unless this case becomes something of Um, sex trafficking or trafficking human beings, then you have to push him to the back and have Uh his son take over. But as it sits right now with just Uh soliciting prostitution, no, he's going to get a four game suspension, $500,000, just chump change and it'll be over and gone with, Um, you know, unless, unless um, Goodell wants to, you know, push for a bigger issue there, which we know he has a history with the New England Patriots, so we might, all you might right. see something different That's there.
2: The, yeah, I'm just hyped, man. Seventy seven and still getting it all. That's <laughs> a bro. Yo, for real,
1: Cialis, bro. Regular trips to Jupiter,
2: Florida, hey. and whatever it is, man. He's still hey it gives me something that I can still strive for, you know what I'm saying, 77, you know? <laughs> hey,
0: you never said what exactly he was doing with these prostitutes, you just said that he paid for them, you know what I mean? He could have just been in there talking, right. talking about the old times, you know what I mean, about the five
2: rings, showing
0: them off. It, you know, the Maybe he's just looking for business.
1: companionship, you know?
2: Maybe he just getting foot massages like your boy Ryan, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's Ryan, you know what I'm saying? Just, toes, knows, who knows what yes. it could be, man.
0: Right. <laughs> Everybody need love needs too. love. And you know who really needs love is your Los Angeles Lakers. I, especially the young guys. LeBron don't need no love because LeBron is LA. Now, according to an ESPN article, no, I, I say yeah, what I say. According to an <laughs> ESPN article by David Miniman, uh, LeBron spoke to reporters. Um, and I'm going to read off some of these quotes because these are pure gold. Uh, when asked about Uh, When L.A. was down as many as 20 points to the Pelicans team, James said, how many know what's at stake if you've never been there? I'm playing devil's advocate. You know, it's kind of a fine line when you talk about that, because when you've never been there or know what it takes to actually shoot for something like that, sometimes you're afraid to get uncomfortable. So you got to be uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. These are bars, by the way. This is like the gospel I'm hearing. So I'm not saying that's where we are as a whole. It kind of looks like that way sometimes, that sometimes we're afraid to be uncomfortable and get kind of out of control in our comfort zone and kind of, you know, have these sense of urgency from the jump and not be afraid to actually go out and fail to succeed. So, I mean, we have, what, 23 games left? Let's see what happens. But, Shane, SP, SP, this is the one for you, yo. This is, this is the golden quote. Let me pull this up right here. He says, basketball, is that the most important thing? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Is this the most important thing in your life at this time? If you feel you gave it all in that game, then you should have nothing to look back on. You can go on and do other things. But if you feel like you're not giving as much as you can, then you can't focus on anything else. I gotta start with SP on this because this is like this is like reading from Psalms 23, chapter four.
1: You know what I'm saying? The LeBron Gospel (laughs) right here
0: about playoff mode activated. Your thoughts of what you heard. (laughs) Well you heard LeBron say, what was your thoughts, man?
2: Yo. My thought was, man, this dude just ah. put his foot in his mouth, man. Like, you know, talking out of talking out of his ass, man. Cause you know, like like some I saw I read on somewhere, like, come on, dude, man, you got space jams coming out in a couple of weeks. And you talking about right. focusing on stuff, man. You got a showtime show. You doing these,
1: who's who's gonna be on there? Two he chains days. about to be he's, on, he's on the, the show A's in a couple for two days or something, out. man? A B about to be on there too. Who's that? Oh. AB gonna be on there too. Big chest. Yeah,
2: come on, man. But he gonna talk about these young bucks. These young bucks, all they know uh-huh. is basketball right now, man. So you can't, you can't be talking about okay. them. Okay,
1: all right. Javi, what you think when you heard that? Look, man, I'm, I'm LeBron wow. James out. Like, you are, you, you went, you've, you mm-hmm. switched. This is your third team throughout your career. You keep switching, you keep switching. You got a loyal fan base who don't know the difference between being loyal and being naive. You know, they got, they got a tough road ahead of them to finish out the season. You know, you, they got the Bucks, they got the Clippers, they got the, the Nuggets, you got the Celtics, they still got to play the Raptors. Uh, let's see here. Bucks again, the Kings, who are going to make the playoffs most likely, Utah, hmm. you know, the Thunder, the Warriors, and then they finish the season with the Jazz and the Trailblazers. They're not making the playoffs. I predicted that the Lakers would win 47 games. Going into the season, I don't even think they hit. They hit that. They'll probably be in that forty-four, right? Right over five hundred. You know, LeBron needs to nah. shut the fuck up. To be honest with you, like it's it's time. Just sh- it's time to shut up. Like, listen, we know you're a great basketball player. You've been in the league sixteen years. We get it. You know. Yeah, yo, you know, I
2: feel bad for saying this, but man, <laughs> shut up and dribble. Shut up and
1: dribble. Shit, yeah, like yo, <laughs> time to shut up, bro. You went. This is the Lakers. This is this is not the Cavs. You know, in all due respect to Miami Heat fans, not the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. This is the fucking Lakers, a historic franchise, and you got them in the news for stupid shit. Yeah, Kobe was a pain in the ass, but Kobe never demanded what LeBron's demanding. Kobe never now, acted now. like this. Like, this is ridiculous. Allow, allow me to play LeBron's devil's
0: advocate right here, all right? Allow me to oh, – hold, hold, nah, no, hold No,
1: no, no, no. Hold nah. on. <laughs> hold on. I want to uh, hear this. Now. I want to hear this. Go ahead.
0: Lebron's devil's advocate. All right. Knowing what I know about film, I'm sure he wasn't shooting Space Jam 2 right after he left practice. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what he's done for his rehab. Look, look, because we don't know. You actually, you really don't know when he's dedicated that time to the Showtime show and to the Space Jam and the Two Chains and everything else like that. Plus. Let's not act like these other guys don't live another life once they get out of practice. Kal Kuzma's out there, and he's not in the news for negative things or anything like that. I'm not implying that, but he's out there living his life. We already know Lonzo Ball's over there on what was that? Uh the karaoke show, whatever it was, the uh the bar for bar show. Like he's I mean, mm-hmm, I'm just bar saying, to death. these guys out there. And then when you look at the stats, I mean, LeBron James was out, what, 13 games? The player efficiency rating, the closest one to LeBron, he's at twenty five point eighty two right now. The closest one is JaVale McGee at twenty. The rest of these guys, are they actually performing? Does LeBron actually have a right to say this? Being that unquestioned leader, he is the only one who's gotten there. He is the only one who knows what it takes. Do we have this leadership moment where LeBron James is actually being a good leader by saying any of this? Or do you think it's all negative? No.
1: It's all negative. Either all negative
2: after you tried to tra- after you tried to get all the dudes moved but okay, yeah listen yeah it, it's not helping these young these young bucks don't all they know is one you tried to trade us now now we, you couldn't trade us now you're throwing us okay. under the bus so let me bring this not, let me bring this up you know it's it, it's it's very similar it's very similar to the steelers situation okay with their quarterback. okay kind of kind of sort of but not really okay you know and like people say you've been there before right. so you can say what you want to say but it's still Okay, I can can agree with that.
0: I can agree with that wholeheartedly. Here's my thing, though. I'm
2: kind of, isn't this kind of on Magic
0: Johnson? Because we're talking about LeBron James trading the house, right? Magic coveted this guy before he became, you know, before he hit free agency, when everybody was like, where's LeBron going? He didn't make a spectacle of it this time, but Magic was lauding for this guy to come in to reinvigorate Showtime. This was LeBron was here for, right? Now, I bring you back to last year. We bring up Mm -hmm. the Kawhi Leonard situation with the San Antonio Spurs. The San Antonio Spurs knew at that point in the midseason we have to trade this guy. He's not coming back. We're not going to be able to sign him, even though I think he's dumb as hell for passing up over 200 mil on a, an extension. But you see what kind of car he drives, like a 97 Tahoe or some shit like that.
1: Have you ever been no, to San Antonio? I haven't. I, <laughs> I want tell, okay?
2: okay? <laughs> <Let Charles laughs> tell you about San Antonio. Let's all to tell you about San Antonio.
1: It's 45, minutes from, I, it's 45 minutes from the crib. They, all right, they, but, but they, I'll take
2: it back. Let's
0: nothing. take it back to them. All right? <laughs> the Lakers were a team that was slated to make an offer or did make an offer to the Spurs for Kawhi Leonard. The Spurs played the same game that the Pelicans played before LeBron got there. We want the house. This is a superstar player, a top five talent in this league. Same thing with Anthony Davis this year. Now, Magic last year was not going to give up the house. He was staunch. I think the quote was uh, about Brandon Ingram that he wasn't giving him up for anyone, that he was untouchable, I believe was his words, right, about Brandon Engle. What changed mm-hmm. between last year and this year? Because at the end of the day, regardless of whether you say LeBron James has all the power within the front office, and I'm not going to be naive to say that LeBron James has no pull. I know he does. But Magic is Magic Johnson. This is supposed to be his franchise. Last year, you were whistling a much different tune than this year. So is it really more on Magic for all of this, this Dame, or is it really on LeBron?
2: Yeah, I blame Magic. I blame Magic 100% because he brought this circus to L.A. We could have we could've been Y'all young, think y'all really could have won without a talent like
0: LeBron James coming to L.A.? Y'all think I could have won this set of talent right
2: now? No, listen. I didn't say – I said we could have been young and experienced. Okay. We probably still wouldn't have made the playoffs, but we probably could have brought in – somebody younger next year with all these younger available free agents. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna come in next year. We could have taken one more year. Like we sold the farm on a 34 year old declining superstar. We've been this before Kobe, Kobe. We're talking
0: about Kobe's, we Kobe know what happened. is the Lakers. LeBron's a foreigner. You know what I mean? Kobe right. was there from
2: the jump. Lifetime Lakers, it's a different- Right, that's, that's what I'm saying though. But Magic, Lakers banked on the mm-hmm. uh, aging Kobe which I'm not Mm. mad at, he's a lifer, but you don't Mm. do it all over again. Okay,
1: Javi. To to Mm. to SP's point, the Lakers won 35 games last year without LeBron James. You know, they could have gained another five, seven games this Mm. season with that current roster as constructed without LeBron James. So then you're looking at a 40 to 42 win team. They're over 500. They're heading in the right direction. This has been my beef with the Lakers, grabbing LeBron James this whole time. Everyone, everywhere LeBron goes, yes, he may have an immediate impact to where you know, they may be, make the finals, but this team wasn't constructed that way to make a finals push, especially in the West. Um, so y- y- you put, you're putting these guys in a, in a predicament where they, they're not gonna be able to succeed because no matter what they do, it's not enough. It's never been enough because you're surrounding yourself with LeBron James. You can't have those young, talent, those young that young talent around him right now, especially since he is on the decline. He went to L.A. I'm going to keep saying it. He went to L.A. to make movies, not win championships. That's how it went. And we knew he was going to L.A. two years ago yeah. when he bought two houses in L.A. He moved all his uh, media stuff to L.A. We knew it was happening. So the, the L.A. Lakers was not a surprise. Like, like I kept telling people, oh, he's going, he's going. I had so many Lakers fans tell me, no, no, we don't want him. We don't want him he's coming it, it was inevitable it We was, was
2: listen bro we were just praying we were hoping that we would be right you know what I'm saying we didn't I want mean, it because not so, only did we not want him we didn't okay, want his so, fans let me let me question yeah. this let me question
0: this right about the not want we don't want LeBron James so LeBron James is known as like kind of a free agent cancer now especially after the Kyrie situation how every superstar he's been around not named Dwayne Wade has had declining numbers all right we all know it check the stats if you don't okay um, Right. LA, still, even through that whole time with LeBron in Miami and LeBron going back to the Cavs and Golden State's uh, emergence as a powerhouse, uh, the Lakers weren't able to attract any of those free agents. So, is there something to be said about LeBron's selling power? Because coming into the season, we all knew the Lakers weren't expected to win anything. They were expected to be competitive, they were expected to get maybe to the second round of playoffs and they get bounced out by maybe a Houston or an OKC, a more experienced team. Um, but the, but the game has always been for 2020. It's never been for 2019. It's been for this offseason of 2019 and 2020. Okay? That's what you You want to attract as many right. superstars as possible. Do you think you would have been able to do that with this young core of players minus LeBron James?
2: You think so? Yes, Yes, sir. We're the Lakers. But, We're the but Lakers. Still, you've been the Lakers even before LeBron got there. It's But, but I say, but here's the thing, though. How many free agents did we miss out on? KD's the only one. Yeah. KD's okay. the only one. Nobody else has really been a, that's hit the free agent market. KD's the only one. No, Can you no, no, name you're right. another big i just question here. You're right. I'm just asking the question. Yeah, I'm just saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. If, when people bring that up, all I say is KD's the only one. Like, like, Paul George no. never hit the open market, that, right? I, I think no, that was didn't. a fumble, like, though. Lakers, I think that was a Lakers, Lakers fumble.
0: Because Paul George was very adamant about getting right. to LA. Paul, they let him, they should have traded for him, Until. bro. you should have made that deal. You know what I mean? This is the the thing y'all got with Kawhi Leonard now. It was Kawhi Leonard. Oh, he's coming to L.A. He's coming to L.A. Now it's like, wait a minute. He's considering staying in Toronto. Then it was like Anthony Davis came out. I want to go to L.A., trade me to L.A. Now it's like, no, no, no. I got a bunch of teams on my list. That L.A. lore, is it fading? I mean, is LeBron going to have to be the savior that gets these guys over here and brings y'all back to showtime? This might have been y'all last guess.
2: I think if LeBron doesn't come, Paul George signs
1: correct Mm, very interesting if LeBron if LeBron isn't there now AD comes if LeBron isn't there now Kawhi comes like these guys they don't want to play with him right like it's it because no matter again I'm gonna keep saying it no matter what Kyrie did no matter what D-Way did Kevin Love did Chris Bosch did it was never enough because it was everyone else's fault when they lost and it was all his all him when they won and that's consistent now Kuzma can drop 40 and LeBron can struggle from the field, and it's still not enough because oh, well, LeBron had no okay. help, but in all actuality, he had plenty of scores on his team at the time. It's, it's it's just a fucked up situation now this late in LeBron's career, and he has this huge following, and people just gravitate to it and like oh yeah, well, this is the this is the narrative. We're gonna now, keep continuing now. this bullshit narrative. Like the Lakers have 20, Lakers have won twenty nine games. They won thirty five last year. They're on pace to win forty four. Still, right. the playoffs. still miss the playoffs. Now, now, yeah,
0: now don't make no you know me. Sense. I'm about to play right. LeBron's devil's advocate, baby. We talk about <laughs> 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 we gonna talk about superstars getting all the credit. I'm gonna bring up two names that I just thought about. Kyrie Irving, right? Got it. We know it. And Giannis on the Okay. Giannis is the young question MVP. Giannis has earned it. I'm not taking anything away from Giannis at all. Okay. It's not the Giannis and Chris Middleton show. And Chris Middleton's an all-star. You know what I'm saying? Nobody talks about Chris Middleton.
2: Nobody. Uh-huh. T- but nobody also, blam- nobody also Nobody blames Chris Middleton they when they own- lose. So here's the thing. And that's why I
0: say I'm not blaming anything because the Bucks ain't losing. That's the difference. The Bucks ain't losing. And when the Cavs was number one, remember, the Cavs for a long time had the best record in the East. Okay? Not a lot of blame was going around. It was still the big three, the Kyrie Irving, the Kevin Love show. People was hoping that Kevin Love could remain healthy going into the playoffs so that can continue. But I bring up Kyrie because speaking of health, Kyrie Irving last year before he gets injured had him on pace to win well over 55 or 50 games, right? He gets out their number. When he gets injured, they're still the top team in the East. Uh, They take it all the way to the finals. We know the story game seven before they end up losing to LeBron. Next year rolls around Gordon Hayward comes in. Kyrie Irving is now reintegrated. Now he's had some bumps and bruises along the way, but the Boston Celtics don't look nearly as good as they were predicted to earlier this year. Now, some people are blaming Kyrie Irving, right? But most smart aficionados are saying, wait a minute, hold up. What about these other guys? Jason Tatum's not stepping up. Is this a chemistry issue? Is this a Kyrie thing? It seems like if you're the superstar, you're going to get a boat of the credit. Now, I understand a lot of LeBron's people get a lot more blame than they should. But when you're the best player in the world, is there no credence to that? Used, used to, to be, be the best player but in still,
2: the world.
0: I mean... What are we saying? Katie's better? Are we all say right now, is Katie player. the best player in the world?
2: Fine. Top five player in the world. Katie's the best Katie's player in the, the world? Just, in just,
1: world. Let's, just, let's just air it out right now. Who's the best player in the world? Katie? I mean, Katie? Katie. Katie. All right. Yeah. I mean, no, we're, you're not, not, you're we're, not, we're all in like agreement. I think it, uh, it is
0: Katie.
1: But, you know, to your, yeah. point about, to your point about the Celtics, their struggles are kind of like what the Warriors went through early in the season um with the whole is Kate, katie staying or going katie leaving for new york what's this what's that and the Celtics are dealing with the same shit right now is Kyrie leaving um is Kyrie in it to win it all the way through is he you know is he here to stay those things affect the young guys around him um and those other young guys looking at him like yo we made it to the eastern Conference finals without you so what do we need you here for too? So that there could be that kind of dynamic going on there, kind of like what the Warriors did early in the season. We're like, oh, is the run over? And then you look, their Warriors are 42 and 17. The Celtics are 37 and 23. They're still the fifth seed. Uh possibly could end up as a third seed, depending on how the last 13, 14, how many games are left? 18 games are left. You know, it's 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 that that dynamic of is Ky- is Kyrie staying. Um, and Gordon, Gordon Hayward a, a shell himself. Anyone who
0: watches the games with the Gordon Hayward is the issue. Yeah, they can't, so I mean, they're not as fast. They can't run when he's on the court.
2: No. They hey, but you got to think about it. He's coming. I won't say the
0: problem. No, no, no. no, no. We know. I'm he's saying bad. like he's, he's not People what he's court. supposed to be in that offense. What they ran last year, they cannot right. run with him on the court right now because he is compromised. You know what I mean? Correct. It just affects them. You know, it's that's, right. that's Brad Steven's right. boy. So he's going to see some floor time, even though I will admit his minutes uh, have dropped. So, well, Before we move on to the next topic, this is the Don't Know Ball podcast. Um, I want to thank everybody again for listening. Uh, we are much more episodes coming in the future. This is the first one, so getting the feet wet. Let us know, all right? Let us know how you feel. Let us know any, any questions, comments, concerns, anything about this podcast, man. If you just want to commentate, tell us that we stupid, don't know anything about what we're talking about. Uh, we want to hear anything from you, feedback, man. It's more greatly appreciated. We're trying to make this thing a lot better. So- Speaking of making things better, we have two of the top divas in the NFL, um, surprisingly on the trade market. Not only are they two of the top divas, but arguably the two of the top players in the NFL at their respective positions. That would be Odell Beckham Jr. and Antonio Brown. Um, Surprising that the Giants are considering trading Odell. I want to start with him because this is the one that's – at actually baffles me the most i don't understand what the giants mode of thinking is trading away uh easily a top three wide receiver when healthy um going through a transition period where they're going to draft the number one uh a quarterback number one overall it's, it's going to happen it has to happen eli's a shell of himself um why would you consider trading one of the best wide receivers in the game and leaving your quarterback with no weapons that's that's dumb this dumb as hell to me um SP, what what's your thoughts when you hear the Giants are looking to trade Odell Beckham Jr.
2: Yeah, I don't even I don't even believe you don't him. believe him. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe him. I think once again it's a narrative brought up because the Giants don't they come out every yeah. time somebody says they're trying to trade them, they right. say they're not. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's you know, once again, I think sometimes the media try to create a frenzy to maybe push somebody out of town you know what I'm saying but I think like you said I think the Giants any football mind in New York but I don't, I don't and
0: correct me Odell. if I'm wrong I haven't seen any reports or anything from the Giants front office denying this not, did yeah, say he's, not
2: said he's not not that's
0: still out there right now yeah. uh, <laughs> on our chart uh from better online the Giants right now are under um under 110 to keep Odell Beckham I and the 49ers actually over 400 get them they next on the list Uh Javi, your 49ers got a shot of getting Odell Beckham getting Jr. Am I reading these eyes right man or what's going
1: on?
2: <laughs> they getting, getting Odell, but it's coming to Javi, they're 49ers voting. get everyone listen,
1: right? okay listen, no, press. no, no listen, the 8, the, the Odell the Odell trade rumor that's real the Gettleman and the Mars they're going to say what they have to say to to drive the price up on, oh, he's not tradable until someone gives mm-hmm. us an offer that we can't refuse. That's, that's kind of what it is. Think about it. The Niners are picking second. This is why the Niners are, are, are the favorite to land Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown. One, because they're picking second. Two, they have the need. And three, they have the money. So no matter which receiver is available, the Niners can afford both. They have the pick to move with the Giants. If the Giants need a quarterback, who's the number one quarterback in this draft? Dwayne Haskins, Kyler Murray. Who's to say – uh, Pat Shermer doesn't like Dwayne Haskins or um, or Kyler Murray. And, you know, you got teams that are wanting to jump up, Miami, Denver. Denver has a connection with the 49ers uh, through John Lynch and John Elway. Their connection there is strong when it comes to trade. So you have to think of those other teams in that situation. Um, Odell has a five-year contract. The Niners have $70 million in cap space okay. right now. Next year it goes to $94 million, something mm-hmm. like that but and what they have the money
2: but what is the football move to trade Odell especially if you're going to go get a quarterback right. you have the
1: nobody Giants, to go to the well, the, the I I'll, I'll argue the Giants have talent you still got Saquon Barkley you still got Evan Ingram you still got Sterling Shepard that's okay. three dynamic players on offense what they lack yeah, is a tackle have
2: Barkley, Barkley, Barkley's a star. the other two Barclay's have improved anything. Okay, so yeah, two, let, me this, let me say this, Sterling let me say Shepard this. Is... I will agree this.
0: I will agree this, right? right. Sterling Shepard is a solid number two receiver, okay? He is a solid number two receiver. Evan Ingram is a right. solid tight end, okay? He's got a lot better last year. He's a solid tight end. But you're talking about two 50-cent pieces for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? You have the gold standard. Right. You already have the, the top of the line. Why get rid of that? Why not supply? Remember, that was in Stiller's motto, if- right, when they were drafting their wide receivers and the Le'Veon Bells, and then Antonio Brown came in emergence, and all of a sudden it was load up, load up on offense. This is a scoring league. We we just saw the Chiefs and the Rams put up over 50, 54 points in a game. You know what I'm saying? This is it
1: but the rams put up 3 points in super the bowl defense
0: i never said right. defense doesn't make a play Where's, but you have to admit that the league is changing it is becoming goal. more offensively minded all right and when you have right. teams like the chiefs who were really a blown a, a a flag away from going to the super bowl which might have made it that beat down a lot worse <laughs> you know what i'm
1: saying um it, i mean yeah. isn't
0: there something to be said for the giants to keep as many talented weapons as possible
1: the thing but the thing with the Giants is their common. They're common denominator with their issues right. has been the quarterback position. Eli has, is a show of himself. So if you have the opportunity to go get your quarterback, if you say, let's just say the Giants, Gettleman likes Haskins or Murray over um, the guys that are coming out next year, whether that be Justin Herbert from Oregon, mm-hmm. Tua from Alabama, you know, maybe he likes Haskins better than those two. And that you know that could be his preference, and he's like, "Well, shit, I'm not going to miss out on this guy now when I can get him now." And all I have to give up, all I have to do is swap picks from pick six to two and give a wide receiver. And yes, we understand it's Odell so, Beckham, but we've also know we also know how. Mara, if he does that, you know, he
2: has to. He will be fired in two years.
1: Gettleman, he's well, yeah, Gettle- I think Gettleman's a terrible GM personally, but you know how you know how these GMs are—they make a move, they get irrational, they have to uh, produce right away. This is New York. It's the Giants. It's not, it's not the Jets. No offense to Jets fans, but this is the Giants. Okay. The Giants want to win now. They're in the NFC East. So check this out. They're behind be better,
2: the They'd be better off going get no. Teddy. They'd be so better check off going get Teddy Bridgewater.
1: I, I, but we saw Teddy. Teddy looked like shit.
2: That week
1: 17? All right. So, 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 so let me say this. Go get David. So, Harvey, Cohen. Let me get Go this get straight. Right? Let me
0: get this straight. So you're saying that they move up because they like Dwayne Haskins a lot more, or that they like Kyler Murray or one of these quarterbacks, and they're willing to give up a wide receiver? So let me let me run down uh, the draft order right now. Who's picking before the Giants at six? So you have Arizona at one, San Francisco mm-hmm. at two, New York at three. They already have a quarterback. Oakland at four. John Gruden says they like their quarterback, but we'll see. Tampa Bay at five. Who has Jameis Winston? Who obviously has been on the rocks. So. Out of, let's see, Arizona and New York just drafted a quarterback last year. I know there was talk about, you know, their new head coach and how what he said when he was back in college about Kyler Murray. But I think that that's total BS. Let's just get that up out of here. They're not drafting Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins number one. They're going to stick with Josh Rosen. So San Francisco has Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, okay. Oakland, like I said, Derek Carr, you know, mm-hmm. is he is he a franchise? Is he not? You know, that's kind of still up. He had one great year. And then last year was kind of iffy. The year before that was pretty bad. Tampa Bay with Jameis Winston—that's really the first questionable uh, quarterback situation that you have before the Giants at six. So, do you think Dwayne Haskins or Kyler Murray are going to go off the board before the Giants end up picking at six? They can keep Odell. Guys,
1: if the Giants, if the Giants don't trade, yes. So you got to look at you got to look at Miami. You got to look at the Redskins. You have to look at. um, I'm missing. So so you're saying
0: that a team is going to jump up into the top five. You're
1: expecting this. Yeah, and the the team that I the, the the team that the team that comes to mind mostly is Denver. They have the they okay, have the the capital to move up. Denver they just have signed the, relationship the elite Joe Flacco. Let's not forget. Okay, they just gave up a, a pretty
0: big fourth <laughs> round draft pick for that guy. All right, he's not going to see the field, right, <clears> sir? Trading what?
1: I'm, um, what are they going to trade? Joe the, Flacco. They're going to trade the pick one. for picks, player for player. Well, that's what I'm, we got to think about it. What's the cost to get up pick to number player. two? Your, your What's position in the first round one?
0: and a player, or next year's first round, pick.
1: Well, yeah. You know, what did it cost? What did it cost the Chiefs to move up to get uh, Patrick Mahomes a couple of years ago? They went from 27 to 10. It took their first, next year's first, and like a third. So moving up, you know, wherever Denver's picking, moving up two or three or four just to jump in front of the Giants that's the that's the constant threat there well that's part of why the Jets moved up to three last year they were like Mm -hmm. well shit we want Sam Darnold we have to move up and they moved up early remember they moved up with the Colts they moved up super early just to make sure they can land the guy they wanted so I'm not counting anyone out and taking a quarterback early
2: in the I would I would just think the Giants would be smarter to like you said Mm -hmm. move picks you don't you cannot trade an elite Mm -hmm wide receiver who's
1: still yeah. in his
2: prime like dude he still at a thousand yards last year right. people say he had a terrible season he was injured. in
1: 12 games in 12 and games don't, you don't just, <laughs> right. I think we can He's
2: all agree you don't just
0: let that guy go That's, without a, a serious reason No, you know yeah, what I mean yeah, uh, that would just no. be stupid and he, yeah, the love as, boat as, like, the not love boat thing was, ain't was, enough the fact that he as did an that and didn't catch the balls in the playoffs though I mean that wasn't a good look but still I, you know it's I mean
1: as, as a Niners fan, I would, I would love to have him, but the cost might to acquire him might be may hard. be too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, but, let's say, like, if the, if the Giants came calling and say, listen, we want, we want a quarterback in this year's draft, swap us picks, but we want next year's second or we want next year's first to make this happen so that we can, you know, it, it, the thing is, our, our pick two is a little bit more valuable to the Giants than right. Odell is valuable to us. Because if the Giants are in need, well, they are in need of a quarterback. And if the quarterback they want, and the one they think will be their franchise quarterback, they're gonna spend whatever it takes. I mean, you remember a couple years back, the Rams made a move, the Eagles made a move, they took the risk to move up to get their and guy. 49ers already yeah. got a number one.
2: They got that husky. Dante Pettis.
1: Hey, hey, I'm with you. Pettis is my guy. Yeah. But would you think about it, if you could put Pettis, Odell, Kittle on the field, how your Seahawks can be feeling?
2: Oh, the stall. We got no, hate latency. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pressure, hey, pressure, pressure bus pipes, baby. Right. Pressure bus pipes.
1: He didn't have a sack against McGlinchy at all. just wow.
0: saying.
2: <laughs> all right, so
0: from one disgruntled wide receiver to another, this this one hits home. Uh, not in a way that many people want to make it feel, but this one kind of has. Antonio Brown. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have confirmed that they are going or to listen to trade talks for Antonio Brown. We heard uh, Big Ben's uh, little little da- like daughter or something like that, whatever Kevin Colbert is nowadays. to Big Ben. Um, we heard he spoke out uh, <laughs> at his press conference and said that they're not going to they're not going to waiver uh, and take just any deal with Antonio Brown. That they're looking for top end return um Antonio Brown obviously disgruntled because of Big Ben he went on his ask A.B. rant you know what I'm saying I gotta pull those tweets up I'll pull them tweets up uh in a of conversation because those were gold to me but he basically lined it out that Big Ben is the issue it's it said it's a thing of mutual respect um honestly let me let me just go ahead and just say I love dance I love love Antonio Brown right the dude's a, an amazing wide receiver okay best wrestler in the league best in the league call guy uh He's an asshole. You know what I'm saying? There's there's ways to move. Little Wayne said, "Real G's moving sound. like what was it? Real G's sounds like lasagna, right? Like, yeah, whatever. Okay? because it was real. All right? You gotta shut the hell up. You're gonna get what you're gonna get. Now, I'm I'm all for like you know, because I don't like Big Ben. If anybody who knows me knows that I'm not a fan of Big Ben. I think he talks way too damn much for a quarterback. No other quarterback in the league." Runs his damn mouth as much as Big Ben does about his own fucking teammates. Excuse the language, but this, this dude pissed me the hell off, right? And he's not good enough to talk that much shit. That's the point. You're not, you're not producing enough to talk that much shit. And you need guys like Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and your offensive line, which is why you want to shout them out every single time after every single fucking game and every single post-conference and shit. I don't like it. I don't like Big Ben. I do like Antonio Brown calling him out. Now, the Steelers trading him. Look, if you're going to have a disgruntled player in your locker room, period, who doesn't want to be there, then they don't need to be there. Just make sure you get equitable return. That's it. Do not trade him for pennies on the dollar. A fourth-round pick is not good enough. I don't give a damn what he's done on Twitter. Uh, You better make that shit work if you can't get a first, in my opinion. But I'm going to turn the floor to you guys. I'm going to start with SP. Uh. Just give me your thoughts on this whole A.B. situation and then tell me what you think the Steelers can
2: actually get for him. Well, my thoughts on it is um, it's time for A.B. to go. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, when the quarterback and the wide receiver aren't getting along anymore, you don't want another T.O., Donovan McNabb situation. Because if you bring it back, that's what you're going to have. One game into the season, A.B. don't feel like he gets the ball when he's open. He's going to think it's an issue. So Steelers got to move him. As far as value... He's worked the first, but at thirty-one years old, if I'm the GM, I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you a first for 31 him. Thirty-one years, I'm not giving you a first for him. I'll give you a second. I'll give you a second for him.
0: Second.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll give you a second, but I'm not giving up a first because it's a one-two year rental at most. Okay, H-
1: Javi, it's what it is? Um, the, the obvious connection is to the 49ers because um, of the one tweet on New Year's it, Eve. Right. Um. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like George Hill said, what's up? And A.B. winked back at him and, and all the, <laughs> the world blew up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Antonio Brown's production cannot be denied. His talent cannot be denied. Is he an issue? Maybe. Because none of this ever came out until this year. You know, the the man put up 1,800 oh, yeah. yards three seasons ago. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, is he worth a first-round pick? Yes. Is he going to, to garner a first lie. round pick? No. Because every GM, every GM in the league is looking at the situation like, yo, he's a pain in the ass in the media. He misses a lot of events. He's late to practice. He's late to meetings. He's this, he's that, he's this. You know, it if I'm as as him being connected to the 49ers, if he if I'm the Niners. If I'm John Lynch, I'm not giving more okay, than my so third I'm, round pick hold on. for Antonio Brown. Right. And
2: okay, okay. oh, so he's asking for some more money. Correct. Not a third round <laughs> pick. Since, <laughs> since 2013, receptions, 110, 129, 136, 106,
0: 101, 104. Yards, 1499, 1698, 1834, 1284, 1533, 1297 last year. Touch that 8, 13, 10, 12, you? 9, 15. Is this is, we've never seen, these are Jerry Rice style numbers. 49 is, they're Jerry whoa, 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 Rice. relax, relax, Look, relax. No one has been on a run, statistically, <laughs> no one has been on a run like this since the Jerry Rice era. Am I correct or not? No one has had these type of numbers, correct. okay? These are correct, Jerry correct, Rice correct. like, okay? This guy does not see any slowdown. I just read all those numbers to you, right? That's six years straight of production. I understand he's going to be 31. Do you see any dip? Smith emerged as uh, a thousand dollars hundred catch receiver. He had another guy on the other side of the field who put up comparable numbers, and he still—I mean, what's a drop off? Three hundred yards from fifteen thirty-three to twelve ninety-seven. He led the league in touchdowns
2: this year. How is he not worth a first-round pick with those? Numbers no decline
1: because, because of, you want to
2: get—you want to get four—you want to get four years out of a first-round pick. Correct. You want to get okay. four years out of a first-round pick.
1: Even five. You got to think, Randy, Randy Moss, when he was traded from Oakland to New England, that was a fourth-round okay. pick, and he was 29. Maybe two years older, and he's caused a little bit more headache than, bit. Than, than Randy Moss did coming out of Oakland. All right. So now you have to think, like, yo, he's 31. He wants extra money. We got we to gotta redo his deal. Um, you know, we, we got to consider the fact maybe he may not get along with Jimmy Garoppolo or, or Derek Carr. You know, you're taking that risk and giving up a first round pick for a guy like that. Now, if it's if, if, he, if they do get a first round pick, the teams that have two, two first rounders or three the Oakland Raiders have three and the Green Bay Packers have two first round exactly. picks that those two teams are likely to be Green in one
2: Bay would round. be the one. Green Bay yeah. would be the one that would give a first because you're going for the Super Bowl. So that's what now. I'm saying. This is yep. this
0: is basically what I'm saying. I think the, the way that you guys are looking at it, I can't deny it from your team's perspective. If you're a 49ers, right, a young quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, you want a wide receiver or a player period that has some longevity. You want to see some years stretch out from a player like that. I understand it from one of these low level teams who have these early picks or anything like that, who are at the picking at the bottom of the draft. I'm talking about the teams who are kind of on the cusp of something. You know what I mean? I know the Steelers said they. They don't want to trade to a rival, so the New England Patriots are out the door. But we're talking about those type of teams. New England, like you said, Green Bay, who just had a humongous drop-off this year.
1: But is Green Bay is Green Bay? Green close? Bay is not I don't close because they don't have a defense. One to speak of, at least. Well then and, and they don't yeah, and and let's 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 be serious here, is Aaron Robinson. That's stay a good, healthy? that's a good point.
0: I think with the slam dunk for Green Bay, and there's, I don't think there's any way they can pull it off, but the slam dunk for Green Bay is to get both Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. I think if they were able to attain both of them, because they haven't had a running game of, of relevance for
2: how long now? I mean, since Dorsey Dor- Levin. Since Dorsey Levin. Do do, does Green Bay no. got the cap? Yeah, they do. Adel- yeah.
1: Yeah. Add, add, one, space to no. add one, not both. Especially one. if
0: A.B.'s asked for a new contract. Yeah. Now, A.B. and Le'Veon Bell, we all know during Le'Veon Bell's situation, A.B. was the one who constantly had his back, I mean, publicly. Now, I know some a lot of players did not trash Le'Veon Bell. I know the offensive line did. I know the defensive players went through his locker, even though I think that was, you know, just dudes doing, you know, football players doing football players shit. I didn't think it was a big-ass deal. Um, But A.B. was one of the ones who's remained vocal about, Le'Veon Bell and his support in his endeavors so what does it say let's say the Green Bay Packers do pull off a deal can there be somebody said that hey AB maybe I don't take this extension a left maybe you don't take the amount of money that you kind of actually want that 35 plus of guaranteed money within the first two or three years maybe you take a little cut and let's do what we did was going to do with Ben with somebody like Aaron Rodgers you don't
2: think that can happen no, I think they're going for their money. They going for, the
1: money. Yeah, they going for the money. Yeah, they're going for the money. And the thing with the Packers, the Packers have pick twelve and pick thirty. So if the Packers were gonna be like, listen, uh, Colbert, this is we'll give you pick thirty for A.B. I, I think he jumps all over 30 that. Pick. But the likelihood of them doing that, the pick 30, pick thirty bro.
2: I'm not giving you I'm not giving you twelve. I'm drafting defense.
1: Hell yeah. And this <laughs> and this draft, the this draft, the Green Bay Packers need A pass rusher. Clay Matthews is gone, most likely. They don't have anybody on the defensive line, and this draft is loaded with defensive line talent. At 12, they can go get a guy like Ja'Kai Polite from Florida, Brian Burns from Florida State. They can go even Montez Sweat at 30 if if they didn't trade anything. You can still get Montez Sweat out of Mississippi State at 30. Like, they need a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. They need several pass rushers. If you notice where the Packers did last year, what they say? We need corners. what they do? They drafted three. They need wide receivers. They drafted three. They went at their needs, and that's what they're going to do again. And I, I don't see them making that trade for a- AB, but if they did, pick 30 would be that's the pick. pick. Pick 30 would be the
2: pick, yep. I agree. Pick 30 would be the pick. It's that's the, the only team I can see giving a first-round pick.
1: Now, let me
0: throw another team yeah. at
2: you.
0: The Colts. They have the cap space right they were they were a playoff team last year you're not really giving up anything you're a playoff team you're just adding at this point right you're not subtracting anything it's a dish, you know you're just giving up a first round pick what were you going to pick it on anyway maybe what defensive line possibly
2: Col- yeah. probably defense right? defense right but defense
0: too. if you have a guy like Antonio Brown with Andrew Luck like I said last year they were a playoff team Darius Leonard is the real deal at linebacker this the defense wasn't terrible I mean they just didn't show up when they needed to in the playoffs is, are the Colts a team that might be willing to, you know, give the Steelers a first-round pick for it? If it's a conference team, you know, you're making someone who was already good last year better. You think that's a deal that Kevin Colbert would make?
2: Oh, I think Kevin Colbert would take any first-round <laughs> pick he can get. <laughs> that's what he's like, whatever. Yeah, I think he's going to take – hey, he's he trying to get that first no matter – listen, if he gets a first, bro, if he, he gets might a first? win GM of the year. Yeah. If he gets a first round pick, he might Man, win GM of the Year. Because everybody knows his, his his back is against the wall, so everybody calling low ball in the and that's out the, the, right now. They, ha- they,
1: they have it, they have to they got a low ball
2: But all
0: it bro, takes bro, is know, my bro, mom a bro, just saying suckers like every day. You know what I mean? All it takes is that one team who gets a little bit tight in the ass, and he's like, "All right, hold up, wait a minute. Uh, what what if this other team's trying to trade a second? Uh, do I really need this first round? No, no, no go ahead here. Here, here
2: it go Kevin. Take take the first. Take the first and listen, that's that's why I think the Packers because they got a new. He's coach. an offensive-minded guy he as might well. To, he might go like, yeah, I want to yeah. win now.
1: I want to win now. And Lafleur comes from that Gruden, Kyle Shanahan tree, so they you know they they're gonna be running a lot of boot action, play action. So right, AB right. was
0: Oakland has been rumored as well to be a play in this. Now they got what three first round picks from fantastic trades. Um, they're looking to get a pass rusher as well. Uh, after giving up a pass rusher in Khalil Mack, um, they're probably looking to add a wide receiver too after giving up a wide receiver in Amari Cooper. Uh, is this is – uh, they have right. some cap space on him as well. Derek Carr, is he elite? Absolutely not, but he's not a terrible quarterback. Um, right, somebody who can definitely no has terrible. an arm, somebody who can get it to AB, and they'll force feed him because who else do they have on that team of real relevance at the wide receiver position? So, the, you know, the targets will, no will match AB's hunger for him or is Oakland a play in this? I mean, three first-round picks. Could that be a team to play to?
1: So they have – they got pick mm-hmm. 24 and pick 27. Again, it would have to be the right. later one. It has to be pick 27. For the same reason I said about the Packers, the Oakland Raiders have so many holes and needs. At pick four, I don't think they're Oakland Raiders, it. they could they're end up going – they could send a- – no, 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 not, not that. What I'm saying is they can go ahead and send Derek Hart to New York and then draft Kyler Murray at four, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's a possibility that people need to really realize here. There's a lot of people that are selling themselves on Kyler Murray now. So pick 24, they can go get their pass rusher again. You still got guys like um, Jalen Ferguson from Louisiana tech. There's, you know, there's defensive tackles, there's linebackers. They need a linebacker help. They need, they need a little bit of everything in Oakland, but a pick 27, to send that to the Steelers for Antonio Brown, that'd probably be that'd be likely. But that's you know, that's that's the cowboy pick. You basically got the cowboy pick for, for Amari Cooper to go send it for A B. still that don't make, that don't make any sense when you look at it from that perspective either.
2: I'm calling it now Oakland Draft, Kyler Murray. Here's my thing,
0: right? drafting Kyler Murray and keeping Derek Carr, I can all right, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Sending that pick to the Giants sending Derek Carr. Derek Carr to the Giants yeah. to me makes absolutely no sense from the Giants perspective when you have a Calamary and a Dwayne Haskins younger guys who are who have more talent it looks like coming out of college than Derek Carr does right now why would you end up getting Derek Carr when you have an aging Eli Manning to, to give up that pick for what right Unless i you going to get send Carr and the first for, to move up i mean that
1: i don't see I don't see why. I don't see how that 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 works out. Derek Carr, Derek Carr's his issue was last year just that whole the whole team was just bad. The year before that they had a terrible offensive coordinator, but the year before that he was on MVP base. So we don't. I'm not gonna say he's terrible quarterback. I mean he's right. in the top 15. You know if they send if they send him to the Giants, the Giants would have a a very and it, they would have a very affordable quality quarterback contract to go along with Odell Beckham. Uh, Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, and Evan, Evan Ingram—they'd have a nice little core there, you know. But I'm with I'm with SP on that. You know, you go ahead and send him to the Jags. Jags may turn like into a playoff team again, but they but they also have a money issue because they're going to release Blake Bortles, and they got to eat up most of his yeah. dead money.
2: I'm calling it right now. Gruden has drafted, drafted Murray. Murray. Gruden was the Gruden was the only one that was sold on Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yep. That was like he's a first-round pick, no matter the height. And Murray fits perfect into that Gruden offense. He's rich Gannon <laughs> all over again.
1: But Rick, yeah, when rich, rich Gannon, Gannon like six three?
2: I'm just talking, yeah. about he moved and he, he yeah. was yeah. At, okay. Yeah. Anything else on he this moved. subject?
1: I mean, yeah, we can go we on. Can all all on. You know we know can, can go on. <laughs> we can go on all day. Hey, hey, you know, we we may see Russell Wilson be a giant. You know, who knows?
2: Who knows? Hey, so who knows? I wouldn't Man, be really mad if the Seahawks said went paying two hundred mil. All
0: right, look. Anyway, let's move. Let's move on to the to our final topic. This is the hot take of the week. This is my favorite take that I heard all week. The one that made me think the most. The one that made had me nice and introspective because it was so out of left field. All right, that it didn't make a lot of sense to me, but it made perfect sense to me. Makes sense. So this is from Max Kellerman. If Giannis Antetokounmpo, talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks here, if Giannis gets a three-point shot, he will be the greatest player of all time. He will be the guy to replace Jordan. Not David Jordan, which is me. Michael Jordan, the greatest player of all time. (laughs) If Giannis gets a three-point shot, Javi, does he become the greatest player of all time
1: replacing Michael Jordan? No. No, I mean, yeah, you get a three-point shot, but he could be more dominant. But Mike still has those title runs, those deep playoff runs. You know, until Giannis proves something in the playoffs, we can't even have that discussion. Um, gaining the three-point shot. Who doesn't have a three-point shot nowadays? Everyone's <laughs> shooting the three. I, I Giannis, say hey, listen, y'all
2: listen, don't even need a three-point shot. He just needs a jump, jump shot. shot. He he doesn't get to shoot shot in the mid-range
0: right
1: now. Yeah
2: right no, was the mid range right
1: and then, that's <laughs> the crazy part and they still they what they got like 45 wins they have, the wins, the wins. Hey, they have a better record than the golden face. state
0: warriors right now doesn't that oh, yeah,
1: like like two games or something like that they have
0: a better right? record than the golden state and they, don't, crazy. they Bro, don't look weak listen watch the games they look like a strong tough ass team to play right
1: i watched that, uh, that was a great Celtics game. and uh, Bucks game the other night was that was a good ass game Kyrie good-ass was good. fouled Kyrie was fouled but that's a good no call i know what you got
2: Listen, bro. Listen, you know, I love football, but basketball is my sport, man. That dude get a jump. That dude get a jump shot. Is bro. it over? It's over. Is he better than – It's this over. Place George- listen, bro. He, bro, he is He is a bully uh-huh. going to the hoop. The dudes, are, dudes are playing three foot off of him because they know if he gets – they have to give him some space because if, he's, if they play up on him, bro, he's dunking on him every play. Yeah. He's what – he is, he's gonna be more dominant than LeBron, going to the hoop just because he dunks everything. There's no layups. I'm dunking got, on you.
1: He's got like eight feet arms, too. That helps.
2: <laughs> I know, bro. <laughs> Listen, man, this dude is. I was watching that All Star game, and I was like, "This motherfucker is just, he is just nasty. Like, he he don't even jump sometimes when he dunks dude, on you, man." Now, and, and, no, and I told my, I got I got a couple uh, friends who are Bucks fans. And I tell him the not the Bucks will not make it, they will not win an NBA championship if he cannot I knock agree. down a 17 footer. I
1: agree. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna live with Middleton and Lopez shooting all day. We're packing it in. See, We're packing it now, in. Now let me
1: let me Yikes. Close up. yo. <laughs> so yeah. I'm I'm looking at his I'm splits here. So he's uh he's a sixty <laughs> yeah. percent shooter from zero to three feet. He's a fourteen percent shooter from three to ten feet. 10 to 16 feet is half a percent. 16 feet plus is half a percent. He needs a jump yeah, up. he got he to develop a jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's bad.
2: It looks like he's struggling he, when he even shoots it. It's like, I don't want to. Sh- hey, and it's, at least he shoots it, though. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons won't not even not shoot him. it. At least no. he tries. I mean, he just shoots he in just practice. Shoots the so. Grammio, that's
0: it. Right. Um, Yo, with Giannis, though, right. to make the proclamation that he'll be better with, better than Jordan, talent wise. All right, let's just take talent. I think there's actually something to be said about that. All right, well, you break it down, okay, it's not always, people like to make the comparison, oh, what one player did better than the other player, right? You talk about rebounding. Okay, yeah, the greatest of all time, Tim Duncan, was a fantastic rebounder, all right? Was he a better rebounder? Oh, we're going to say that, okay? The greatest of all time, <laughs> Timmy Thomas, okay? Was a great rebounder, right? Was he a better rebounder than Hakeem Olajuwon? No, I wouldn't think he was. But was he an elite rebounder? Yes, he was. All right. It's not about a comparison of what one player can do better than the other. So if he gains a shot, all right, defensively, is Giannis not an elite defender? He is. Is Giannis not an elite passer? Yes. I think he is. Is Giannis not have great basketball IQ? I think he does. Like you already know how he takes it to the rack. He's great around the rim. There's no flaw in his game other than shooting the basketball. So if he develops a three-point shot, there's something to be said. He might be the greatest overall talent in the game. I don't care if he's almost seven feet tall. I'm not going to take off points from him because of his genetics, okay? It's harder to move at that size than it is for somebody who's much smaller, okay? That's why smaller guys handle the ball more. You know
2: and what I'm saying? And I'm going to say he probably will never develop one because the ball is just so thinks, small see, in his hand. He would have to develop yeah.
0: a different – he would have to change his jump shot. If he was to get one. And that would he had to change his jump shot. He might like, shoot with one like, hand. Oh, who some shot some the shit. one-hand jump shots, So <sighs> Somebody shoots them now in the league,
2: one-hand jump shots. I want to say it's Carl Anthony right. Towns. Carl Anthony Towns shoots one-hand jump right. shots. He might, because his hand's so big that right, no. there's no need for a guide hand. My hands are so just big, I'm just it to the throwing it, and I'm, like, just throwing it in the – Yeah, I'm just one, throwing though. it I in I think the, he's going to need one That raises
0: yeah. a better question. Speaking of the Bucks and speaking of how good Giannis is, do y'all see them as a finals team? I mean, when I say a finals team, not just a team who can get there because it's the East. The East is the SEC of the NBA. It is top heavy. It looks a lot better because there's, like, four or five teams who are really good. The other ten are trash, okay? Right. Do you see Giannis being competitive, Giannis and the Bucks, excuse me, being competitive, making it to the finals, meaning actually being able to challenge Golden State? No.
2: no. Why not? They, because their best <laughs> player can't
1: shoot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, uh-huh. that's the same thing happened with the Sixers with last year. the
2: Celtics.
1: Year. Yeah. Okay. Basketball is different. Okay. Regular season,
2: I'll they're say not this. really game planning for you seven game series we got right. all data to focus Speaking on of the Sixers flaws. the Celtics are in the Sixers hit. Yeah.
0: let's just get that straight yo the Celtics are yeah. in the Sixers hit. so I don't know if that's yeah. like a fantastic example because I feel like there's some mental things going on there but honestly I'm gonna say no I just raised the question just to raise it because it is interesting they are the best team in the NBA record wise as of right now um but like I said the East to me just doesn't there, there's a lot of good teams okay the the Toronto's a solid team The Celtics are a solid team. Uh, The Pacers, for some reason, are still a solid team. I even after what happened to Victor Oladipo. uh, The Sixers have the talent. You know, they have the the starting five, but their bench is a little bit iffy. Um, The top end, the top teams in the East. I mean, they're they're good, but I don't think any of them have the talent to really beat Golden State. I don't think any of them have the talent to be OKC right now. I think OKC to me is a sleeper team that everyone should be talking about to actually go to the finals. I think that that team can beat Golden State. I don't I think that team will wash the Milwaukee Bucks
2: if they met them in the finals. The OK the Oklahoma I don't know. Listen, I don't I think OKC is good, but I'm still this is my 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 Western Conference Finals prediction is you already know. Warriors. I don't think Rockets. the Rockets make
1: it. Again,
2: Eastern Conference. After watching, after seeing how they played yesterday without, no, that's, Ar- and that's why I
1: don't think they'll make it, bro.
2: And that's exactly why I don't think they'll make it. Harden
0: has been carrying that team for with thirty-five plus games for the what the past month and a half, right? Harden goes out, the game changed. Yeah, the the Rockets. I don't know if they became better. I don't know if they really got. They didn't. Definitely didn't get worse. It just seemed like the style of play with Chris Ball being the primary ball handler. You're going to have to get back into the distribution game. When Chris Paul and and James Harden were on the floor earlier this season before the injury, there were struggles. The Rockets were not the top-end team in the season. There was a chemistry issue not having Trevor Ariza there. James Harden goes out against the Lakers, and all of a sudden Chris Paul is back to being what he was in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? He comes back to being the primary ball handler. He doesn't have to defer to James Harden at all. He can orchestrate the offense, and the offense just ran so clean. Even the run, gun, the catch and shoot that that right. that um, uh,
2: and you have to think Capella though. Dame Capella just came, back, just came well. back too, so I don't. That know makes if a James difference, Hard, bro. What, what's they, James Harden's
0: mentality? You don't just go from being that hot, right, and not demand a majority
2: of the usage. I know you're never one James Harden fan. No, here. because he agreed. He agreed that they couldn't win. With that style of okay, play.
0: Okay, but that's the style of play that you have to play.
2: So that's the that's not the style of that's the style of play that to play with no with no CP three mm-hmm. and no capella. Now with them back, they can go back to playing the way they played last year, which was ball mm-hmm. movement, high pick and roll, shooting threes and getting to the paint. And and Fareed huge addition is a I big like for Fareed. he's a solid player. And even even Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers is a, a mm-hmm. guy who can get some ISO shots. I mean, but I, you know, I, I like OKC, but I think they they depend on George and See, Westbrook again too thing. much, and we know here's Paul George thing. can go real Dennis cold. Dennis
0: Schroeder off the bench is what gives me mad confidence in OKC. All like right, uh, Dennis Schroeder to me is is the lead, to me is the top candidate for six man of the year. I think that's another interesting conversation we could have on another podcast because I think that race is extremely interesting. It's with Den Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And De- Does Derek Rose we still consider him a six man?
2: Or is he a starter? He's a starter now, right? I think he's starting now. Is he starting? Right, but yeah, he's, he might he might he might still be eligible. Though. I think yeah, that's yeah. An interesting. What happens with Dennis
0: Schroeder coming off the bench? Before it was top heavy. You're right. I agree. Even with the KD and just Russell Westbrook days, but Dennis Schroeder gives him a different element coming off the bench. You can spell Russell Westbrook if you need to, even though he'll never get off the floor because he's way too competitive. But I don't think it's really in lane on Paul George and Russell Westbrook I just think they work so well together because of Russell's aggressiveness and how Paul George is willing to lay back and make the smart play because he knows he can get his shot whenever he wants to he allows Russell to do what he has to do and finally I think the big issue for Russell Westbrook for so many years was that he never had a player he felt like he could trust even those first couple of years with him and Paul George learning each other out you damn sure couldn't trust Carmelo Anthony all right he wasn't hitting shit you know what I'm saying I think now with the way Paul George has been playing and that he's showing his MVP status, now Russ in the playoffs has a guy he can defer to when the shot ain't falling. And it ain't been falling this season. So what do you say to that? Is there something chemistry-wise that you see in OKC that maybe they might be able to take the Rockets out and uh, the Golden State
2: Warriors out? I know PG's not an alpha. Right. So that works out well for OKC. Okay. You know. But I don't think I don't think anybody no, will take the Warriors so. out, man. They- no,
1: you gotta. I, I look at it the way I look at it is just go position by position. How do they match up? And I don't think anyone matches up with the Warriors very well at all, especially in a series. You know, the Warriors take a lot of. You know, people make a big deal about the Warriors losing regular season games. Clay Thompson said it best last night. Uh, he he went asked about um, how the Warriors have had a hard time with the Rockets. And then Klay Thompson said, uh, "Yeah, but guess what? We haven't had a we haven't had a tough problem getting over the hump in the playoffs against the Rockets."
0: Right,
1: Klay okay? <laughs> Thompson, the Warriors—they're not worried about nobody but themselves. The they only got lucky. See, C- they-, they
2: got lucky. CP3 got
1: hurt though. Yeah, they, but CP the rock—you could say the Rockets got lucky that Iggy got hurt too because yeah, right. Iggy was shutting that shit down. Right,
2: true, true. You, true. you know,
1: so you have you have that kind of you have that back and forth between the Rockets and the Warriors. That I'm I'm. Confident. I don't. I don't really care for the Thunder, but I'm confident the Thunder will make a, a deep playoff run. Um, to your point about the Bucks beating at Western Conference Finals, team, I don't. I don't think they make it out of the what Eastern think, Conference man? semifinals. I agree. Just because because they don't have the depth, um, the team that probably you know I, I'm I'm going Sixers Celtics probably Eastern Conference Finals depending on how right, the, right. the rankings line up. Uh, that would be my Eastern Conference Finals, and then the Western Conference. I, I mean. I like the Nuggets. I think Nuggets can make a run. I like Jokic. Jokic is very um, sneaky. Jokic is having
0: a really good season this year. I've been about
1: nothing. Yeah, but they're not. I mean, they're not going to be. No, they're not. They're not the I don't, finals, don't think they're making the fun either. It. I think they'll, I they'll
0: give. They'll give you a game. They're going to give you a series. You know what I mean?
1: My team. The second round in both. See, the Sixers nice. yeah, right Though, as of right now, right now
0: the Six the fourth in the East, and the Celtics fifth. Okay, they would have to match up if the playoffs started today. We all know about. The Sixers going against yeah. the Celtics. I don't think the Sixers will make it out the first round if they have to play the Celtics. I think the Celtics will beat the Sixers if that's right. Same,
2: same. And, same. I th- and I think the Celtics beat the Bucs. That's the second where it round.
0: gets difficult for me. And the yeah. only reason why is because of how dominant Giannis can be. All right. That would be what? Giannis and Jason Tatum will be the head to head matchup, I'm assuming, correct?
1: I think put put more is because he's a bigger body. Because I think they, they put Morris on Simmons and they force Simmons to shoot, which caused the Celtics, Celtics to the the win speed. in that series pretty right. easily.
2: Right. I'm gonna put a yeah I'm gonna put a big body on him, put a big body on, him. make him shoot. Okay. I'm not worried about the quickness part. Okay. I'm gonna give you some. Space
0: I mean, we here. will see. We will see. Yep. The season's waning down, and uh, I know my Spurs are
1: still in it. <coughs> Go Bulls. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? Not quite in it. What?
1: Tank for Zion. Tank, tank for, for, Zion. for
0: Zion. New York Knicks need to take for Zion. They can't even lose right. They can't lose worse than the. Uh, they can't Probably. lose better than the Suns. The Suns are losing games at a tremendous pace. I've never seen the, this before. Me. Seventeen yeah. straight. Real quick, I, I'm, I'm gonna wrap the show up. Um, we're gonna wrap it up here. We're just gonna do a couple of final thoughts. Everybody, just just one thing because I, I feel like I have to say this now. Seventeen straight losses for the Phoenix. Can somebody please sell this team back to Seattle? The, the Seattle needs a. Fr- so the Phoenix does not need a franchise. You know, Devin Booker. DeAndre Ayton, those no. are two talented guys. Then they draft Josh Jackson a couple years ago. They have, ta- what the hell is going on in Phoenix? How can you not lose better than the New York right. Knicks? The New York Knicks are the most bravado-ass team I've ever seen in my life. The, they sell the most merchandise and win the least amount of games. And you can't even win better than, the, you can't lose better than the New York Knicks. 17 straight, this is embarrassing. The Suns need to sell that team. Nobody likes f- basketball in Phoenix.
2: Look, yeah, right. I and live... who, who's the like, son's coach? I... Nobody even knows. Let's tell you I, something I right there. Like who the fuck? I don't is I don't the... Even... Look, I live in Seattle. I don't the don't last don't year I the say the Sonics were there. Co-Cocos? Igor Co-Cocos? 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 Yeah, Look, come on, bro.
1: they tanking. Like I told Pete. Like I told. Like I told Pete a long time ago. I lived in Seattle. The last year the Sun the Sonic the Sonics were there. Like they, you can't tell me that the the fans didn't support them. They had plenty of fans, and that was just a stupid move to move them out of Seattle. Send the Pelicans Send to Seattle. Send the Suns to Seattle. Send somebody to Seattle. That that city. I don't like the Seahawks. I really don't care for the Mariners. But you know what? That's a basketball town. They got talent up there. in Basketball. Let take it. Take them back. Send somebody back up there. Like put somebody up there, bro. It
2: was all about. The, it was all about. You know that was one thing where because I was there at the time when they left. The this, this, citizens didn't want to build another stadium. We had just built Safeco, mm-hmm. we had just built Quest Field and they didn't want to get taxed for another stadium. And it was a lot of it was a lot of racial mm-hmm. connotations behind it. Now we're not spending our tax money for these young millionaires to play a, a mm-hmm. sport, blah, blah, blah. But now that it's gone, they're missing it. And thank, with yeah. that hockey stadium coming, They'll get they'll get a they'll get a team back because it's, right.
1: it's all about love. You know what I'm saying?
2: That's what it's about. It's all about luxury.
1: love. P.S.Ls, all that other stuff. I mean, you can you can even send Sacramento Kings up there, but Sacramento they're on the way up, and I'm I'm we talk about that. They get that eight spot. We talk about that on the next show because right? I
0: like Sacramento. I like where they're going, and we're going we going to talk about um <clears throat> those young guys and where they're going to see in their future if they can actually make a deep playoff run, maybe, or how they're going to set up for the next couple of years. Um, anybody got any last thoughts before I end up wrapping this thing up?
1: No nah, man, right. I happy we, we, we finally did it. You know, we had a little bit of planning. Money got, money got spent. And, yeah, uh, a little money got spent. I'm going to so, step my game yeah, up. No, You're going to
2: have to, like,
0: head. say, <laughs> SP right now is laying on his bed with his feet crossed up. You know what I'm saying? Laying on his stomach. Twir- no, I'm, throwing on my, this dreads I'm on my knees, At the man. same time, it's all good. We didn't, you know, we muted his camera. All right, but I want to thank everybody (laughs) for listening. This was a Don't Know Ball podcast, and at the end of the day, we're just three guys who don't know nothing about ball, but neither do you. All right, we'll catch y'all later on, man.